Welcome back to the Mom Walk Collective podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Savannah. And today we are just two moms navigating through motherhood. It has been a while since we've just done like a chatty kind of conversational podcast. Ari is out on vacation, so it's just me and Savannah today. But we want to give you a little catch up on life, where things are at. So Savannah, do you want to kind of share where is life right now? What's new in the neighborhood type of deal? Yeah, life right now is pretty normal. Um, One thing I have started recently is maybe be a little TMI, but natural deodorant. You know, we've talked about this before and it's super random, but I'm giving it a go. So it's like Did you detox? Did you detox your armpits first? No, I'm just starting. Okay. This actually is super helpful. Well, Sad story, it took me three years to not smell using natural deodorant, but I also was pregnant during that time, so like, no, your hormones are crazy, but supposedly, if you buy the Aztec clay, like masks, like usually it's like a facial mask, um, and you put it on your armpits, and you like leave it there to let it dry, supposedly, it pulls out like all of the toxins that may have clogged your pores from deodorant that has like aluminum in it. And then it's quicker to the natural deodorant working. Okay. I'm going to get that because. Do you smell? I feel like the one that I've been using, I don't smell to the end of the day. So that's been good. Like I don't smell myself when I've been using the bad stuff. I smell by midday. Yeah. So it's just time to mix things up. Um, So we'll see. What one are you using? It's the I'm trying out the granola mama one. Oh, and we were chatting about it, and I was asking her, "Do I have to detox?" All those things. She's like, "Well, yeah, you're gonna smell, but you just kind of have to own it, and then eventually it'll go away." (laughs) I need to try hers. I just actually switched. I've been on the natural deodorant for like three years. Yeah, and have tried a lot. I was using one for like the last year that I actually really liked and it worked for me. I went through a few different scents and then I ran out and I went to Ulta and was like looking at different ones, tried it, literally smelled hideous to the point where I was like out with my friends and we were playing tennis or something and I was like, do not get near me. I smell disgusting and all my guy friends are like, let me just smell and I'm like, get away from me. Like, do not get near me. So then I was gifted another one from a PR event and it smells really great, but it's kind of like you said, midday, this one's making me a little stanky. Yeah. So what does your husband say? Does, is he like, Savannah, you smell? Yeah. He says that, especially when I wake up in the morning, oh, it's so bad. I'm like so embarrassed. We were just gone this weekend and I was like, I have to get in the shower before anyone smells me. So we were sharing a house with people. And yeah, but that was because I wasn't using the natural one. And I've noticed these like this past week, every day I've woken up, I still kind of smell, but not like homeless smell. Yeah. What's like Jacob's line when you smell? Is he like, you stink? Or does he like say you smell homeless? uh, He normally doesn't say it until I'm like, get away from me. I stink. And he's like, yeah, you need to go shower. That's just (laughs) Yeah, you need to go shower. I'm like, okay, you could have told me earlier. Like, gosh, he's so nice. He doesn't say anything. 
That's so sweet. Well, you're going to have to keep us in the loop about the natural deodorant because I'm convinced that once it will eventually work and it is better for us and yeah. yada, yada, yada. But I mean, for me, three years was a long time. That's so long time. I don't know if I could stay consistent for that long. So. I know. You're going to have to give us like an update in a month. Yeah, for sure. But what's new with you? Um, not much. I've been looking at cars lately. So if you guys like love the car that you're driving, please comment below in the little captions or whatever, because long story short, I was driving. I had a RAV4 when I was married. We had three cars during the middle of the pandemic. Um, I remember that weird thing when like used cars were like super valuable. Yep. Well, the dealership asked to buy my car back for more than it was worth. So I was like, heck yeah, you can take my car. Yeah. And we had our third car was a Prius. So then I started driving a Prius. We got divorced. I kept the Prius and was driving that. And then it was parked outside my mom's house and the catalytic converter got stolen. And so you can't even find the part anywhere. Like they're not making it. And in our like agreement, my ex-husband's supposed to sell the Prius and then I get that money towards a new down payment for a car. So it's coming to the point where I'm now looking at cars of being like, what do I want to drive? Granted, I need something that has really good gas mileage because I'll have to drive. It's 36 miles one way to my old house where my ex-husband still lives. So essentially I'll be driving 60 miles every day at least. So I want a car that has like really good gas mileage. So preferably a hybrid or an electric, but I've been looking and it's, it's like kind of stressful. I know didn't you guys bought a new car during the middle of the pandemic, right? Yeah. Buying cars is just the worst thing ever. Um, It just takes like all day. I feel like, Mm -hmm. but it is exciting once you get the new car. It is. I'm stoked but, to have the freedom again. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, I've been going back and forth. As of right now, the top runners are a Kia Sportage, mm-hmm. which the hybrid one gets really good gas mileage, a Tesla, because all in Orange County, there's so many charging stations, and yeah. two, like it's super cheap. If I just charge at home and charge it overnight, like, that only raises our gas bill or electric bill, like just by like a few, like less than a hundred dollars. At least that's what our neighbor says. They have a Tesla. Um, and there's a bunch of rebates and tax rebates yeah, as well. Get tax stuff. Yeah. So that's like really appealing at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, I never even thought about a Tesla until yeah. like recently. Now I'm looking at all that stuff. Um, and then a third one would be getting a RAV again. And just getting a hybrid because they're super easy to maintenance. Like the oil change isn't that much. It's like, you know, 50, 60 bucks compared to like if you're going to buy a more luxury car, your oil changes are in the hundred plus dollars. So as of right now, those are my top three runners, but I haven't found any that I'm like hundred percent. I'm going to the dealership today. We're going to go buy it. It's like, this is how it's happening. So if there's any other cars that you moms are driving, please message me because I am trying to figure it out. Speaking on making decisions. <laughs> oh, I will. I'll do a little, yeah. A. got a new car, yeah. mom car. <laughs> um, 
But speaking on purchases and buying things. Oh, I'm going to try to segue and make this like a thing. Um, Savannah and I were talking today about how we want to share tips and tricks because motherhood doesn't have to be expensive. I think that's one thing that we all probably heard before getting pregnant or maybe once we became pregnant that motherhood is so expensive. Having kids are expensive. It's like super overwhelming. Do you know how much kids cost? I mean, like every person who's negative is going to absolutely mention money. So we wrote down about three things each that could help make motherhood more affordable and are great options if you're not looking to spend a ton raising kids, at least in these early stages. So we're speaking more from, you know, being five and under, but these are also applicable if you have older kids as well. So Savannah, do you want to start off with the first one you found? Sure. So just some quick activities you can do with your kids when they're, especially when they're young, not in school, if you're home with them, if you're not, but things like the library, like I know a lot of public libraries will do story times. So it's like an hour, half an hour of your day. They'll have songs, do stories, and the kids love it. Um, I know my mom who watches Rude during the week takes Rude to them and she knows all the songs now. It's like the cutest thing. She's making little friends there. Um, And again, like another way to just connect with moms, Um, things like the park. If there's a duck pond by you, you could go feed the ducks. Um, The beach, if you're by the beach, just easy little things you can do with your kid that gets them outside or gets them like interacting with other kids and just something fun, but that's free. I feel like there's a lot of things in communities that moms don't know about that are free. Yeah. I wonder even too, I know where we live. um, If you go to our city's website, they always have like a list of activities and stuff as well. I always see these moms post like all these fun things like this other mom who I've met through one of our walks posted like this outdoor circus. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like, where did you see this? And it was like posted in the city's little activity itinerary. And it was literally free. It was like open to the public and stuff. So I think that's brilliant. Like, and most of the time you can even probably find that out at the library. They'll probably advertise stuff like that too. Even with summertime, like I know concerts in the parks, things like that are coming up. So just nighttime activities too. Yeah. Did you ever go to any of the like movie in the park or concerts in the park growing up? No. I feel like it either wasn't a thing by us or we just didn't know about it. I don't know. Yeah. I Same. I didn't either, but I took kids that I nannied to mm-hmm. like movie in the park. And I feel like what's funny, usually those events are usually the parents enjoying it and like the kids <laughs> running wild, like in the back or like they're on the playground behind you and like they just feel like they're having fun because it's like past bedtime or like the sun's down. Um, I just remembered like sitting there. It was like a movie in the park and they had like one of those blow up projector screens. You could like barely see the movie and barely hear it. And I just remember laughing, but the kids loved it. Like they gave everyone that was there like free popcorn and like they had a blast. So they're fun. I would be interesting now going like with my own kid. I feel like Lincoln would just probably go and try to steal everyone's snacks yeah I feel like they're a little too young for it right now but it's something fun and I do know there are some movie theaters that'll do sorry keep going on but 
that would do no, like $2 good. movies on certain days. So even that, like if you have older kids, it's summertime, they're not in school, go to a $2 movie. Dude, I actually did go to $2 movies growing up. And yeah. I don't know if you remember the ones that used to have the scratch and sniff. Did your oh. movie theater ever do that? Oh my gosh, this was so fun. So when Rugrats, Rugrats and Wild Thornberries, when they came out with those movies, they were in theaters and they did like $2 movies. And then you were given this little square scratch and sniff card. And I can remember like you would scratch it like in the Rugrats, like if they farted, you'd like scratch off the <laughs> fart sticker and like smell it. Um, and then it was like Rugrats went to Paris. So there was like another thing when they're like eating something, you'd like scratch it off and it smelled like vanilla. And I thought it was the coolest thing. I still remember it. Yeah, and I was probably like four. Cool. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. so fun. So oh, cool. They should bring back things like that. I wonder if they do. Mm-hmm. We'll have to look into it. Yeah. Um, the first one I found was a lot of people want to capture memories of their kid's childhood and getting professional photos done is amazing, but we have literally some of the best cameras that we carry around with us all the time, AKA our iPhones. So one thing that I recommend is going through your iPhone storage, clearing out all the like stupid pictures that you have of like screenshots or like a trip from a long time ago, like go put that on a like storage card or something like that and actually allow for your phone to have the ability to take photos. And the newer photos or the newer phones have portrait mode and cinematic mode and you can change it from like 4K or HD. And then there's all these incredible like photo editing apps that are out. The one that I use is Tezza and it literally looks like you're taking a professional photo. Like some of them you would have no idea. Did did they take that on a phone or did they take that on like a DSLR? So really recommend like, especially like getting family photos of when they're like young or like in certain stages. And you want to remember that something too that you can also do is set your phone up, whether on a tripod or a makeshift tripod and have your family like just interact, hug each other, kiss each other, dance around, be silly, chase each other and record it in a video And then you can go through that video, take stills from the video, edit those as photos. And then now you have like such great memories and it's absolutely free. So I always recommend if you can't afford professional photos, that is an amazing alternative because that's part of the reason why we spend so much on iPhones anyway, Mm -hmm. is to have those perks and advantages. Otherwise it's like, I mean, it's a mini computer, it's a mini camera, everything we like carry with us, use it to your advantage. Yeah. And it's so true. You spend so much like we did newborn photos and she doesn't even look the same. I'm like, okay, we already have to redo more. Like it's mm-hmm. just so oh, such a waste of money. Yeah. It's like fun to have them. Yeah. But it's also like if you're going to have to do it at every single stage, that gets really expensive. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I know um, one of the things Ari wanted to get photos done was before her kids got teeth. I didn't even think about that. Like the yeah. photos of Lincoln I have before he has teeth first. Now he has teeth, you know, his first birthday, all these things. It's it's just so, so funny. And there's so many events. So use your iPhone. So easy. 
you know? So easy. What do you have next? Um, another tip um, is clothes and just stuff in general. Um, there's so many sites to resale or trade or even like you can rent your stuff. So I know Jamie gave me this tip for shoes for kids because Converse, Vans, all that stuff can add up and they grow so fast. I was like not about to spend another $40 on a pair of shoes for her. And she said, get your shoes on Poshmark. That's what I do for Lincoln. And it's seriously, I've gotten shoes for like $10 that are brand new. So it's definitely look into that. Dude, it's the best. That's where Lincoln's first pair of shoes. I also, I was scrolling and it is unreal. Like if you want to get your kids, whatever trendy brand for me, the trendy brand for Lincoln is like always vans or whatever. And kids vans cost just as much as adult vans. I'm like, he's literally going to wear this for six weeks, maybe, you know, yeah. So huge Poshmark fan or Facebook marketplace. I was sitting with a friend the other day and she essentially didn't have a ton. And I was like, you should just look on Facebook marketplace. And people were selling like bins of clothes. Like it was being advertised like a 10 gallon bin of size six months through 12 months for like $15. And it's like these moms that are like done having kids they're trying to like make pennies off of the clothes that they had. So they're just like giving them away for dirt cheap. So check Facebook marketplace. Cause that is like a hot commodity. Even for gear. And yeah. Like I had a friend that just got a stroller, two car seats and like a crazy different, a crazy other thing. And it was like half the price of one stroller. She got all that. It's crazy. I hear people yeah. like even find like barely use like up a babies and, nunas and like really expensive strollers that look like pristine condition that people are like selling yeah crazy it's so crazy i also too i rented um i didn't have a bassinet i rented this new so instead of buying this new you can rent it monthly you i think it's a three-month commitment but i rented this new what were you gonna say you rent it yeah. from them or was it oh, okay? Yeah, I rented it from them, which makes it secure because they also go through like an inspection to make sure it still works. And then they also give you like the new wrap swaddles, which is in, like included oh, with nice. it. So they give you every size of swaddle. So you're getting a brand new swaddle. So you're like kid isn't in some other kids swaddle yeah. and stuff for that. Um, we loved it. Also, it's really low risk. So if your kid didn't like it, you didn't spend like $1,500 on a bassinet that your kid hates. Um, luckily, Lincoln loved it. So we ended up renting it through the whole time. And it still was cheaper to rent than it was to purchase it. But I've also yeah. seen people put their snooze up on Facebook Marketplace for literally half the price. Yeah. It's, it's a gold mine there. Um, other thing on my list that I had was doing – like really investing into your insurance. So looking into what healthcare plan you have and calling the number on the back of your insurance card. I know that like sounds so simple, but like those people are hired for a living to help you use your insurance. So I know things that are for sure covered for 
almost every insurance are a breast pump. Um, usually some type of resource into a network of maternity care, like lactation consultants and uh, pediatricians and stuff like that. If not, they even offer them for free. Like they'll offer like one visit for free or they'll have like group courses. So I know for mine, like I got my breast pump for free and then my insurance is in network with a certain hospital and that hospital provides like group therapy. So you can submit, go to group therapy. Um, They also have group lactation courses and then they have additional resources that they can then source you from there. Um, And that just took me calling my insurance and being like, hey, what is actually covered? Like, can you give me a list A to Z right now, what I get for free, what you guys cover, and how do I apply for it? And most of the time, it's just really simple. You're going to have to like fill out your form or you just have to like sign up for the class through a certain site or give them your shipping address. I'm pretty aware that some of them too will even send you like a newborn care package of something like diapers, wipes. Um, a bottle, binkies, stuff like that. So resource your insurance company, you pay for it. So like take advantage of it. Such a good tip. I need to just do that more because I definitely don't. I got the free pump and then the classes like before having the baby, those are normally included too. your insurance or through the hospital that you're giving birth. Um, Yeah. I don't know why insurance always like is scary, like calling, calling my insurance, calling my bank. I don't know why they're so intimidating. They are. They're intimidating to me. But then I always have to remember it's literally just someone like you or I sitting on the other end. Like I even bet you someone listening to this is like, yeah, I work at the bank. Like it's just me sitting on the other end of the phone. So it doesn't have to be scary. And we just have yes. to do it because it really are resources. This is what we're paying for. Yeah. All right. We're on, I think we're on you. Have you found another tip? My next one was just renting. So like you said, with your snoo, renting that, but there's other sites where you can rent other baby gear too. So just looking into like strollers, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Don't, don't always yeah, go for like, I the reinfection. Go for the functional too. Yeah. And I think all that. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. Wait, say it again. I cut you off. Like if you're planning on growing your family eventually, when you're buying a stroller, think about that. Get the one that's going to grow with you, not just be for one kid. All those kinds yeah. of things. I, um, I'm curious how you picked your stroller. I want to hear the story how you picked your stroller and then I'll share how, the story how I picked my stroller. Okay. Um, I remember we went to Nordstrom and we were trying out like the new, I have the Mockingbird stroller. Um, so we were trying out all the different strollers and I really just wanted one with a big basket to store stuff underneath and then one to grow with the family because I knew we would eventually have more kids. Um, 
And I remember the Mockingbird ad kept coming up on Instagram and I was like, oh, like it looks like an easy stroller. I can pop in and pop out of my car. I can add on to it, has the big basket. And then my registry was done. And you know how you get a discount code for like whatever stores you registered with. So I had one for Target and it just so happened that at the time, I think they still do with some stores, but they were doing a collaboration with Target and we happened to be in an area of where that stroller was so we could actually see it in person before we bought it. And with the discount code, it was like a crazy, I think we got the stroller for like $200 or maybe $300 and it had the attachment with it. So that was another thing. Like you didn't have to buy everything separate. Like you do with like the Nunya or the Uppa baby, like all those, I feel like you have to buy the seat. You have to buy the stroller. You have to buy everything. Um, so yeah, it was like a crazy deal. And I'm like, okay, this let's just go with it. Yeah. That's literally insane. And the fact that that one grows, like I yeah. like, I knew you're gonna have some good story. That's why I wanted to ask. I'm like, <laughs> Savannah's savvy, and I know she probably got some good deal on her stroller. That's why I had to ask. Um, yeah, I went into buying a stroller expecting to spend like a thousand dollars, and yeah. that was the gift that my dad had said that he would contribute towards, you know, us having a kid. And I was like, I want a really expensive stroller, so you don't have to like pay for the whole thing but like if you can like donate towards it that would be really great and my dad was like no we we want to do something generous for you we're we're more than happy to come and purchase the stroller but he's like I want to do market research first so Mm -hmm. my dad flew down from Idaho with my stepmom and we went to one of like the big outdoor malls here we went to Irvine Spectrum and it's like mom central there. You're going to see like hundreds of moms. So my dad, stepmom, me and my ex-husband sat on a bench for an hour and my dad stopped every person that walked by with a stroller and asked them what they liked about it. And uh-huh. at the time, like I really wanted an Uppa baby and everyone who had an Uppa like absolutely loved it. Like no one had any bad things to say about it. The other strollers, like people were kind of like, meh. Like, it's good, but I don't know if I'd get it again or, like, I don't know. They had something to say about it or, like, they're, like, oh, it's really heavy or it's hard to fold or the wheels are janky, whatever. So we were then from the mall, went to Bye Bye Baby, and, like, we were going to buy it. And then my dad, being super savvy as well, was, like, let's talk to the person who's in charge of the stroller department and just hear what they have to say. So my dad said, we went, we stopped all the people. They love the Uppa baby, but you see these strollers every single day. If you were to buy a stroller, what one would you buy? And the guy said, if you want the same look and the same functionality, Chico actually has a version that's manufactured almost exactly the same and it's half the price and also includes um, the all the add-ons. So it had like, you got a car seat, you had the toddler seat, you had all the different like attachments and it was literally half the price. So we were like, no brainer, let's do it. My dad, even more savvy was like, how much can we get if we buy the floor model? Cause they didn't have any in stock. So we couldn't go home with it. And so the only one they had was the one that was on the floor. So my dad was like, will you give us an even greater discount 
if we get the one that's on the floor? And they're like, yeah. And then my dad went to go and he Googled like all the different coupons for Bye Bye Baby. And he found one that for like one item, you'd get 20% off. So, and he found (laughs) it on Amazon even cheaper. So they price matched it, then discounted it because it was the floor model and then gave us the discount for the first purchase. And I think we got everything like around like 400 and it was so nice. And then my dad gifted us the rest of the money and we went and bought like a really expensive vacuum. (laughs) We're like, he's like, I promised you I'd give you this much. And so we went and I don't know. This is one thing I'm saying. I know this is off topic because we have like one or two more little tip things and stuff like that. But if you are putting together a baby registry or you know someone that's pregnant that's putting together a registry, put a good vacuum on there. Because now that Lincoln eats, I was getting on my hands and knees every single day and like sweeping up all the freaking food that he would throw. And then we went to Costco recently because now I live at my mom's and she didn't have a good vacuum and we went and got a good vacuum. (sighs) Game changer. Yeah. That or even we got like a little hand vacuum because I didn't want to pull out the vacuum every night. So we just got a little hand one to like clean up around her. So smart. Yeah. it's That's so smart. You don't realize that stuff when you're building your registry, but that's all things that you're going to need. Yeah. Ask for a vacuum. Yeah. Um, Okay, we have two more, and then we're going to close out of the episode, but this one's quick. If you are in a financial place that you still need to work and you cannot afford childcare, one of the best things that I have heard from other moms who do this is they were actually able to get full-time nanny positions where the families allowed you to bring your child with you. Um, There's a single mom that I know who... She ended up having to leave her career, obviously, because she needed to take care. Her company wasn't going to pay. The pay wasn't enough to really make sense to put her daughter in childcare. So mm-hmm. she went through all of the certifications to get like CPR certified, lifeguard certified, all of those things to have pretty high credentials. And then obviously she's also a mom. So like personal experience and went to a nanny service, got a full-time job as a nanny and was able to bring her daughter with her and had the best of both worlds. She was getting paid full-time and getting to spend every waking second with her kid. And it was great there. She found a family that matched her child's schedule and it was just really great. So if you're in a position where financially you still need to be working and it's not making sense to find childcare, I wish I had better solutions to find like affordable childcare, but I don't know them. At least in Southern California, it is so crazy expensive. Even if you're doing like discounted programs or city programs, it's still expensive. Um, So that has been like the best hack that I've heard from personal experience of families having a really great time. Um, Some families that I've heard even let you, they drop their kid off at your house. So you're even in the convenience of your own home and you're able to watch their kids. Um, And lastly, this one we just wanted to end off of is resourcing the moms around you. 
So a lot of the times when you have mom friends and you're talking about something, the generosity that overflows from mothers is unreal. And you find those friends at the mom walk. So Mm -hmm. if you don't know what the mom walk collective is, we are an international movement where twice a month we gather all over the world to get a coffee and go for a walk. Um, Our hope is that you find women to raise the next generation with. So we want you to find your village because your village is going to help you care for your kids. And if it comes to even the extent of financial um, aid in ways that they can help, we really, really hope that you pull on your community, whether that is needing someone to watch your kid for a date night. It's getting handy downs. It's... um, recommendations for different resources. You know, one mom might be super passionate about a specific topic and she's probably done all the dirty work in finding the cheapest, best affordable way to do something that you're not going to have to do the research for. So we really recommend going to one of our walks and just start talking to moms, figuring out, do you really like this? Have you had this? Do you have an extra one? Are you using that? Um, have you found a solution for this? And we really hope that you actually pull on those around you. I know it's a little vulnerable to like ask for help or not even ask for help, but like share what you're interested in or what you're looking into. And moms love to chit chat. They love to share. Um, I know I've learned so many different things from my mom friends and the moms in my community that I hope you could do the same. Yeah. So we hope any other things that you can think of, Savannah? I don't think so. Just we want to continue to grow. So if you're listening, you can like, subscribe, comment. I know this is like the cringy part of it all, but we want to grow and we want to continue to serve you. So do all that so we can get bigger and just serve all you mamas. Yes, please. Um, If you're looking for a walk, go to themomwalkcollective.com. We have a walk finder. Type in your zip code and find the walk closest to you. If we don't have one near you, you can apply to be an ambassador. The first of every month, we will send out the next step forms. And it's about a month long process of getting our ambassadors set up in their city. So if it's not one this month, hopefully you'll see your city next month or in the months to come. Um, If the city that you're near maybe isn't active, obviously life changes. Some of our ambassadors become pregnant again or they move or they have a career change. And so if your city local to you isn't active, please let us know. We'll help restart it or find a new ambassador to get moving there. Other than that, we really hope that some of these ideas are like, oh, I didn't even think about Poshmark or like, yeah, I'm going to call my insurance. Um, We really hope it helped you, and we love you, Mama. We love you. Oh, I have to press stop.